The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. <laughs> Good morning. You purred like a cat. Yeah. That's how I call my cat. Yeah. I goes out there during the day and the night, and I go out and on the front porch, and I just stand there and go. <laughs> so all my neighbors know when they I'm know. calling my cat. You're the cat lady. <laughs> You're the cat lady. Ooh. You're the cat lady. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Lynn. And I'm Bev. And together we are Stuff. Stuff. And we come to you every Thursday morning at 8.30 on the dot. WTBR, 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, which we love. I love coming in here to this room. It's very comforting. It is kind of in a way. It's like you can be really yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we are. Yeah. We are really ourselves. Sometimes we are too much ourselves. Yeah. And we, sometimes I say, I can't believe I shared that. <laughs> like, you know. Did I really you know, say Hey, that? this morning I took a shower and I shaved my legs. <laughs> you can't. TMI. You, TMI. You can't, TMI. You can't get any more open than that. Well, I guess you could. Yes, you, could, you could. But you don't have to. So tell us what happened to you this morning. You could, you could make me walk back through that I again? love it. Yeah. Well, Okay. Um, as you can tell, I still have a touch of the cold, the flu, whatever it is. Sorry. I, but I you you broke. all can't catch it. You're safe. No, you're safe. You can take your masks off. Um, I thought I made a cup of coffee this morning. I looked all over the house for it. Couldn't find it. Four or five times here in the bedroom. I even went into the bathroom and it's not there. <laughs> so I went out to the kitchen and I'm standing there with my hand held out. My husband walks in and he says... What do you need? And I said, I made a cup of coffee, but I can't find it. And he opened up the microwave door, and it was still in there. <laughs> I hadn't made the coffee yet. So then I go in to put on my makeup, and I'm, I'm doing moving all of my stuff around. And I pick up a safety pin, and I'm thinking, why am I holding a safety pin? I don't need this. So I reach to my right, and I just put it in the container. And the container happened to end up being my coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> and then I asked her, did you drink your coffee? And she said, yes. Yes. Did you take the pin out? No, I couldn't find it. You, oh. <laughs> I didn't have you, a spoon handy. You drank the coffee with the pin in it? Uh-huh. It Weren't a you big, a little bit worried? No, because it's a big pin. It's a big pin. Yeah. So a big pin in your coffee cup. So, so my question there. is, when I make coffee, I use a percolator. Oh. Um, but I know people have the Keurig. And all that stuff. So Uh you put the water in the microwave? Because it's not the regular type coffee. What is it? 
It's that international flavor. Oh, you drink the good stuff. It is good. You drink the flavored stuff. The sugary stuff. What kind of flavor did you get? Hazelnut. Yuck. You just wrecked it for me. Ah! I was just there. I was in the commercial with the steam coming out of the cup and <gasps> laying in a wicker chair with What a, would you have chosen? Oh, vanilla, caramel, Ugh. or caramel, whatever you'd like to say. Do you say caramel or caramel? Caramel. But do you sometimes say caramel? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anything but hazelnut. I don't like hazelnut. I like hazelnut. Yeah, well, that's good. That's okay. I like Nutrella, and it's kind of similar. It is. That is a hazelnut, what is it, hazelnut chocolate spread? Sure. It's not peanut butter. <laughs> no, it's not peanut butter. No. It has no peanut butter in it. That no. explains why I don't like Nutella. I thought of you the other day. Why? I was hungry. It was about 2.30. I knew if I <gasps> ate something, I wouldn't want to eat dinner, but I was hungry. And I thought, well, what can I do this just quick? And I thought, well, I'll just, ta- <laughs> I'll just take a piece of bread and put mayonnaise on it because I like mayonnaise on the bread. And I thought of you and I thought, should I put the peanut butter on it? Should I put did the you, peanut butter? Did you? Did you? Eh. I didn't. I just didn't want to do that to my, my esophagus and my stomach. Yeah. So today, yes. we're starting our show yes. with... I actually have a new idea. Mm-hmm. For each show, I want to bring in a, a really, really good quote. A really good quote? From somebody. So are we yep. going to guess if it's a true quote or who it's by? No, I'm going to be doing the true and false, but I asked, oh. added... I this see. Quote. You made an addition. Yes, I did. All right. Go for it. So the quote today is from Neil deGrasse Tyson. And he said, You can't use reason to convince anyone out of an argument that they didn't use reason to get into. Hmm. I love that. That should be on every refrigerator. That makes so much sense. Permanently embossed mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. front of the refrigerator yep. in large letters. It makes sense. You can't reason. No. You know, the thing is, you need to walk away. Yes, you do. And get you your space. Just but then up. you know what happens? It pushes the other person's button, which that button happens to be rejection. And rage. Because you walked away. So you have to walk away right. You have to be able to say, (laughs) you do a little spin, you do a little curtsy, you do a little plie. You you would maybe, I don't want to, I don't want to keep saying you have to, but, but if I say you have to, I'm not trying to be uh, controlling. Okay. I'm just saying that you have to. All right. Maybe say to that person who might feel rejected, Uh honey or Bobby or Bev or whoever it happens to be, I'm just going to take a couple of moments to gather my thoughts, and I'll be back, as opposed to walking away well, and see, going into your own space. I prefer the B. Arthur type, where you just give them a look and then just kind of <laughs> sideways walk away. Is that right? Yeah. No, and I would I've feel that too. rejected. I'm going to write a song called Rejected. Oh, boy. It's going to sound kind of like R-E-S-P-E-C-T, but it will spell out rejected. And I will write that. And you're not going to scream it? No, it's soft. Okay. Because it's... It's, it's uh, a ballad? Yeah. I won't, I won't do... Well, maybe I will, because R-E-S-P-E-C-T, she doesn't really scream it. She sings it. 
R-E-S-P-E-C. Is that screaming? It's a version of, of screaming. It depends on who, how old you are. Oh, she's holding up an empty Kleenex box. There's an empty tissue box here. Sorry. Which is... So I won't make you laugh so you cry. <laughs> All right. True or false? And this is going to be probably very easy. Okay. I don't know if I have one over here. I don't see one. That's all right. No one knows what we're looking for. Right. A cross <laughs> between a horse and a zebra is called a hobra. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. There have been seven million-dollar winners on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh. Okay. Walt Disney holds the record for the most Oscars. Oh. Those are your three. Okay. And one, some, maybe... maybe Two are false and one is true. One is true and two are false. I've never heard of a Hobra. But not for me to say. Yep. It's not for me to say. Oh, don't get us singing because you. I will croak again. <laughs> so today I, I got up and I wasn't prepared. I overslept. And I then I talked with my son. Oh, dear. And, of course, that takes priority over anything. Of course. So I ran and put together stuff because I wasn't ready. So I have all these magazines and books. So I you're going to play it off the top of your head. No, 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 no. I did do some things, but I printed it. And as you can see, I printed the pictures, too. So I wasted <laughs> a lot of paper. Um, and I just want to say, that, and it, right, right now, even if you're listening to the show in December, right now it's May. Mm-hmm. It's trying and to be. I already had a kayaking day, which has really made me very happy. Mm-hmm. And yesterday was nice. Today is cold and rainy. Mm-hmm. But this weekend is supposed to be 92 on Saturday. Oh, my word. And after being cold, 92 is going to feel like 150. I was going to do some planting this weekend. Well, you can still. Trees. Trees? Yeah. Do it in the morning. Or just do a little bit at a, t- at a time and uh, go in the house and make your coffee and put ice in it. Do you ever make iced coffee with that stuff? No. Oh, I love iced coffee. Cold brew. Cold brew from Dunkin' I w- Donuts. I wonder how many times this morning oh. we've gone off the subject. Yeah, we have. Cold brew. They put a foam on the top. So what have you got over there? I have. What can you do with leftover bread? Heal. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. They were just so... It's funny because one of these is the heel. Yeah, use the heel. So, so this is a website that I found this morning called thekitchen.com. Uh-huh. If you've never been on it, write it down, thekitchen.com, and check it out. It's really cool. Even for me? Even for you. <laughs> As a matter of fact, they had some vegan jokes, and I think I printed one of them because I didn't want to... Um, oh, yeah, here it is. You want to hear it? Yes, I do. Okay. My mouth always waters when I'm cooking tasty steaks and sausages on my barbecue. I guess that's what it feels like to be a vegan when they mow their lawns. Oh, oh, oh. Is it true? Oh, wait a minute now. Yes, <laughs> that was yes. really cute. I had a friend who actually, at a picnic, 
gave me a plate full of leaves and flowers. For re- re- edible? No. Oh, it was supposed to be a joke? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Was it funny to you? It was for a split second. <laughs> <laughs> I think that people don't mean to ins- make it an, ins- an insult. Yes, they do. No. Of course I they do. They, they, look, isn't that funny? Ha, ha, ha. But that's okay. What? Oh, people oh. tell me blonde oh. jokes. Hey, I, wait a minute here. I I can oh I've you know, had blonde jokes on blonde <laughs> jokes. Tell me that. Yeah. I don't I you know, I just don't take the jokes seriously. I think they're funny. Like I'm I'm partly Italian and you know, if people told me Italian jokes, I think they're funny. Do you wanna hear my favorite joke? Uh-huh. A brunette goes into the doctor's office. She says, Doctor, I think I'm broken everywhere and he said, What do you mean? She said, When I touch here it's agony. And when I touch over here, it's it it hurts like hey anything, and and I can't even touch here because it hurts so bad. <laughs> and the doctor looks at her and he says, "You're really a blonde, aren't you?" She said, "Well, yes. How do you know?" And he said, "Cause your finger's broken." <laughs> 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 See, I don't, I don't get mad. I don't get upset with that. I just love that it's so perfectly round, you know. <laughs> you did it so well. You really need to be on a camera. You really do. So what do you do with bread? What do you do with bread? So you can take the heel of the bread like you mentioned mm-hmm, the heel mm-hmm. and you can use it in your soup As no matter what kind of bread you have in the kitchen right now whether it's whole wheat rye white or just anything at all all you need to do is take a slice or two and work it in your soup or your stew as a thickener so when you go to eat your soup your spoon brings up this big glop no piece no your you slinking. you it disintegrates once it gets. You make sure you stir it well. It disintegrates, really, bread. It would. It would disintegrate. I think. Well, maybe you could do this. Maybe you could for just for you today. Just for me. You could chop yours up really fine. Uh huh. Or maybe you could make it into toast, and you could use a microplaner, and you could shave it. Oh. Or one of those cheese graters, and you could shave it, uh-huh. which I don't think that would work very well. No. But I think di- cutting it up into little teeny, little tiny, teeny, teeny, teeny pieces. What is that machine where you, a shredder? I, 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 oh, I, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I have a shredder. Hey, a food processor. Yeah. Throw it in the food processor. What go. am I doing? I'm yeah. using a knife here. And put it in there. I'm going to try that. Because she's going to have to let us know. Yeah, I will. I'll, it, it'll be next. It'll be in the winter, though. I don't make stew or soups in the in the summer. Vichyssoise a soup, isn't it? Vichyssoise. Is that not a soup? It is. It's cold. It's delicious. What's it made out of? Tomato. Potato. 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 What's the What's the tomato? What's the tomato cold soup? Bisque. Bisque? No, bisque can I be have hot. No idea. Tomato. Oh, I, oh! It just came on my. It just came in and went right out of my head. It's called. I, I can see wait the a hole minute, Vichyssoise. <laughs> Vichyssoise isn't borscht potato? No, but that's hot. I don't know what borscht is. 
cold potato soup. Did okay. you know? No. I have a lot of very interesting ideas. Okay. Well, facts. Oh. People say they're facts, but you can judge for yourself. And it comes from what's called bestlifeonline.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. This is a little creepy, but mm-hmm. there's a company that turns dead bodies into an ocean reef. For those who romanticize a burial at sea, the company Eternal Reefs offers an innovative solution. It mixes the cremated remains of a person with concrete to create a pearl onto which loved ones can etch personal messages, handprints, or mementos. The pearl is then encased in a reef ball that is dropped into the sea where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life. It's kind of cool in a creepy kind of way. <laughs> it's kind of cool in a f- creepy kind of way. <laughs> it's kind of creepy in a cool kind of way. <laughs> kind of cool in a creepy way. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. I don't know, though. Is it creepy? People make rings, gems out of that they do all kinds of things with it. Um, with dead bodies. Yeah, in a cr- creepy way. <laughs> Have you ever been to the bodies exhibit? I will never go. It's never, creepy. Never, never. It's, it's, it's cool in a creepy kind of way. <laughs> My daughter and her SO wanted to go and, and, and take me. And I said, no. I fought it. No. No, I don't want to see half-dead bodies. No, no, no. It's science, Ma. I don't care. Yeah. It, 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 it's very strange. Especially yeah. because I have a friend when he passed, that's what he wanted to have done. And I'm afraid if I go to see him, it, yeah. he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be really, really awful. Yeah. That would, that would be really awful. Mm-hmm. It's a very strange, very strange experience. That, that's, so you've gone? Yes. <gasps> I've you been. Saw it? Yes, and <gasps> it's it's interesting because when you go in, the lights are very dim, and everything's lit up special, and everyone's quiet. Everyone's quiet. You don't hear anyone talking. Everyone's just observing, and trying to process. I think because it, it, the bodies are posed in certain ways, like one might be shooting a basketball. There, so they're posed. They're plasticated. Plasticated? But their hair is still there, their eyebrows, their... Eyes? I don't know if that's their real real eyes. Yeah, underarm, hair. <coughs> so what they do is they cut away pieces so that you can see inside, mm-hmm. or they cut away the whole entire back so you can see mm-hmm. all the organs. Mm-hmm. And I it's can. really, really strange. I think um, when I went, I think I've been twice... The medical student, I think there are medical students that go there because a lot of people are walking around with a, a that pad I can understand to to study. Um, but that just was one more Why thing. Why did you go twice? Well, I went once with my husband, I think, and then once with my sisters in New York City. Wow. And yeah, very. It's Sorry interesting. I brought it up. Interesting. <laughs> so on this website, thekitchen.com. Speaking of food. <laughs> 
she also gives you recipes after she talks about like this this heel or the soup, this bread heel. Uh-huh. There's a recipe for Italian bread and tomato soup. And then there's a recipe for French onion soup. So you click on that and you learn how to use some more bread. Okay. You can also use your bread for duh, bread pudding. I like bread pudding. So you can, it, it says you, and there's a recipe here, how to make bread pudding. And it has coconut milk bread pudding. And ready for this? Swiss chard and sausage bread pudding. I now, think I'll pass. Yeah, I think I will too. Yeah. Yeah. So you can use Brioche or challah, challah or sourdough, rye bread for bread pudding. No, I don't think so. That's no, that's no, no, no. I'll eat bread pudding providing it's very crunchy on the outside. You get that crisp on the pieces of bread that are sticking up. Yes. Providing it has chocolate chips in it. And providing it has this whiskey sauce that you make with whiskey and sugar. It's like Four cups of sugar. Real whiskey? To, yeah. And you, you boi- don't you, drink, but you'll eat whiskey. Well, you boil it out into the sugar. You boil it. And it gets really thick. Have you ever seen her high on whiskey? <laughs> She's never seen me drunk. I don't drink. Oh, she gets sick with it. We're talking about she, and it's my sister. <laughs> and she's sitting next to me. She is one of our best and most favorite listeners and sisters. Yeah. And she was so excited She's today when to I said, to. come on in. And she said, oh, okay, okay, can we go out to breakfast? I said, yes, we can. And the reason that she's here is twofold. One is because she loves being here. And two is because on our show last week, uh-huh. and hopefully this is in order so people know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. We were doing cockle shells we were talking about oh yes yes and we were yes. trying to think of the little song is her microphone on uh no but i can put it on so we're we were trying to think of the uh, uh, the, the the little nursery song yes and so she she said i know it go ahead go ahead <laughs> mary mary quite contrary how does your garden grow with silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids all in a row isn't that cute? And there's another one. It's a jump rope song. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't remember it. <laughs> oh, she can't remember it. But you know, she... Blue she, bells, cockle <laughs> shells, easy easy over. And that was when it you was played on, jump rope with the, your friends, you would jump. And then you go, blue bells, cockle shells, and you jump around. No. I, I never really jump rope all that much. No? I had bad feet. But when you were little? Always. Oh, I'm sorry. Jump roping is so fun. Well, it was so so fun. I can't. I can't do it now. <coughs> Excuse me. But oh, jump roping is fun, and we used to do those little those little little rhymes when you would jump rope, and then you'd have the the girls that would do the two two jump ropes together. I think you're nuts. And is jump roping an Olympic sport? No, can't be. So jump roping, there are professional jump ropers, or maybe it's a. You see them. I'd rather hula hoop. You are a hula hooper? I love to hula hoop. So nothing's wrong with your hips. <laughs> Not just, the hips. Just your feet. Just my feet. Just your feet. Yep. All right. Boy, are we getting away. We are, but it's so much fun. It's. Did you know that Alfred Hitchcock was frightened of eggs? What? 
the master of suspense who terrified audiences with movies like Psycho and the Birds, considered himself an ovophobe. Someone frightened of eggs, Alfred Hitchcock explained to an interviewer in 1963. I'm frightened of eggs. Worse than frightened, they revolt me. The white, round thing without any holes. And when you break it, inside there's that yellow thing, round, (laughs) without any holes. Blood is jolly red. But egg yolk is yellow, revolting. I've never tasted it. And that's a quote. That's a quote. It sounds like I can hear his voice saying that. Uh Uh-huh. But that's really strange. Is that not strange? Number one, he's never tasted it. But he's never tasted it because he's revolted by what it looks like. Yep. So if he blindfolded him. And had him taste an egg. I wonder. uh Aha. It's too late now. I love this. It's too late, baby. Did you like Alfred Hitchcock? To a point. His movies? Oh, yeah. He was a strange fellow, and he was strange-looking. And he fit right into that shadow diagram <laughs> so well. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> he fit right in like a puzzle. I like that part of it. Yeah, he he was married a few times. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine. He, he just, I wonder what his real personality was like. Not just what we knew, this little... You know, I never really heard him interviewed okay. or anything. Yeah, you look into that for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. So, do you use oil when you cook? Yeah. Okay. So, you, you, you've heard of a smoke point? Uh, no. So, there's a smoke point with oil. So, if, if you cook with certain types of oil, it shouldn't be at a certain temperature. Because it will smoke, it will burn, and it ah, even can be unhealthy. Okay. Okay. So it sense. says consider um, extra virgin olive oil. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It's good for you. It's mm-hmm. got good fatty acids. Mm-hmm. All those qualities make it ideal for putting it on salad, drizzling it on arugula, but not for deep frying donuts. Because once it's past its smoke point, all the flavor and nutrition is degraded. How hot is the smoke point? Well, that's a very good question. A refined peanut oil, I'm going to tell you. A refined peanut oil, on the other hand, has been processed in a way that makes it more neutral, as well as sturdy enough to be heated to 450 degrees. So for peanut oil, the smoke point is 450. Wow. So it's really good for deep frying, for frying in a pan, because because it it doesn't break down. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here I have a list of the smoke points for different oils. So extra virgin olive oil is the worst one you can use for frying. Really? Yes, because the smoke point is only 325. Boom, It also I also read that when when olive oil gets past the smoke point, it becomes a carcinogen. Really? Yes. Coconut oil is 350. So you should. F- now, I don't know if you ever use coconut oil, but no. frying an egg in coconut oil yeah. is delicious. Okay. Um, I can only imagine what fried chicken would taste like. Of course, I never fried chicken. And I know you don't either. I used to. In coconut oil, coconut oil adds this really nice, nice little flavor. Mm-hmm. Butter is only 350. Don't fry in butter. Virgin avocado oil is 375. Canola oil. Oh. Now we're getting up there. Canola is 400. Vegetable oil is 400. 
peanut oil, like we talked about, is four fifty. That's what you probably should buy. Corn oil is four fifty. Corn oil. Corn oil is four fifty. Yes. Clarified butter and ghee. Ghee. Four fifty. I know what ghee is. You use ghee, right? Yeah. Okay. You can you can use that for frying up to four fifty. Cool. Regular light refined olive oil. That's the key right there. Refined, refined olive oil. That's very important. Four sixty-five, and refined avocado oil is the winner at five twenty. So you could never burn anything with it. Well, you could probably burn something, but the oil would but not. I mean, the it oil reach the point. The oil wouldn't degrade. Wow. It would. It would, and I don't believe it would smoke. I'll have to go out or smoke as much. Wow. I'm actually going to cut this out and put it on the side of my refrigerator. Okay. And before we go to break, I'll give you one more. Mm-hmm. This is going to wrap... you got to wrap your head around this one. This like one's these. really, really weird. Children of identical twins are genetically siblings, not cousins. Cousins whose parents are identical twins share 25% of their DNA instead of the usual 12.5%, while full siblings share 50% of their DNA, half-siblings share 25%. That's why, though children of identical twins are legally cousins, they are genetically the equivalent of half-siblings. What does that make their parents? Twins. So are their parents some kind of sibling or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the no, parent, no, 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 okay. no, no. The parent is still the parent. The parent is still the parent. But the siblings are not cousins. They're half sister or brother. No, the children of the identical children twins. The children of identical twins. That's creepy. I'm using that word a lot today. Uh-huh. Creepy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. creepy. I won't say creepy in the second half of our show. We'll be back. Thank you. Oh, yes! 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC offers more opportunity and less student debt with small class sizes and more than 50 academic programs to choose from. Fall classes begin on September 7th. Apply today at berkshirecc.edu. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. It's a revolution! Yeah, baby, yeah! 89.7 WTBR-FM. It's for you. And we're back. And we're back. 
on Thursday morning at 8.30 every week, WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio, our home away from home. Mm-hmm. And we have here as a guest listener, my sister Patty, who just looked up some stuff. But first of all, you need to do true, true or, or false. false. Yes. Did you think that they were easy? Um, the true or false? Yeah. Um... No, I didn't think they were easy. I think that they were confusing. Okay, okay. A cross between a horse and a zebra is called a hobra. A hobra. I've never heard of a hobra. Walt Disney holds the record for the most Oscars. Do you hear that noise? It sounds like a wave coming in. Oh my gosh, it's like a, like a tornado. Tsunami! What the heck was that? It was, was it in your ear, your headset? Yeah. That was weird. Anyway. It's still there a little bit. There have been seven million dollar winners on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So what confused seven. me, you, my dear? What confused me? Yes. About these questions? Yes. Um, what confused me? Nothing confused me. You said it. Confused you. Um, the Hobra. Oh, okay. I never heard the word hobra. H-O-B-R-A. And I think we would have. And I, 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 I didn't know that they crossed horses with zebras. So we'll see. Okay. And the seven million, I don't know about that one. And then the other one was? Disney. Disney. Has how many Oscars? The most. The most. That one makes sense to me. Okay. But, but, but we will find out later. We shall. When it's the big reveal. Mm-hmm. All righty. We talked about food. Oh, oh, I had another, um, I had another food, I had a little joke. Okay. Okay. <gasps> when I was a kid, I literally thought that this little piggy went to market meant that he went shopping. So did I. Me too. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. No? Market. You know what that meant. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, some of her nursery rhymes, when we look back, you know, Rockabye Baby, the baby falls out of the tree. The yes. cradle falls. Yes. You know? Yeah. Humpty Dumpty dies. <laughs> they couldn't put him back That's together. So, you're going to make me cry. Well, Jack and Jill went up the hill. He broke his noggin. She did too after you she know, fell after. Think about all these things that we that we learned. Oh, and the bridge. What was the one about the bridge? London Bridge is falling down. Yeah. Yeah. They're London all. Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. London Bridge is falling down. My fair lady. What does that mean? There was something, some kind of disease or, or rash that you could get. What? That looked like flowers and what does that have to do with London Bridge? I don't know. They warped it. <laughs> I have I have an interesting fact about food, though. Uh, oh, good. Kind of following what you're saying. Okay. A cornflake in the shape of Illinois sold on eBay for $1,350. In 2008, two Virginia sisters found a cornflake that was shaped like the state of Illinois and sold it on eBay for $1,350. Monty Kerr, the owner of a trivia website from Austin, Texas, was the buyer. He explained that he wanted the special piece of cereal for his traveling museum. We're starting a collection of pop culture and Americana items, he told the Associated Press. We thought this was a fantastic one. Uh Uh-huh. Makes you want to look in your cereal box a little bit deeper, doesn't it? (laughs) 
Remember the time when this little old lady went on the Johnny Carson show because she collected unusually shaped potato chips? Vaguely. And he, she had a tray, and it was on his desk, and she sat in a little chair. Tell me he didn't eat one. And, well, what he did was, when she was talking to uh, uh, um, uh, his sidekick, uh-huh. um, he had a bowl of chips behind him. And he reached back there and grabbed one and shoved it in his mouth just as she turned around. <laughs> and he lo- and she was, you should have seen her face. And he said, oh, oh, when I, I, I was hungry. Was I not supposed to eat one? And he's chewing away. And she's just devastated. Oh, my God. And then he finally says to her, no, 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 no. He doesn't want the poor woman to have a heart attack. But how do you fly to California to film that show and pack up your chips. Very careful. Yeah. Do you bring them on? Do you put them on the... Do you carry them on? You, you, you must carry them on. I do not think she would have put them in her luggage and had oh them... Oh, my gosh. The way they throw that luggage around. I never pay a lot of money for my luggage because That reminds it's me wrecked. of my mother. Your mother. She was down in Florida, and she loved the seashells, so she put a whole bunch in her suitcase... Flew back to New York State with the suitcase. And when she opened them up thinking she had these gorgeous shells, she had a whole bunch of sand. It broke? They broke. Every single one. Well, they fling your luggage. Well, she should have known that's not the way to do it. You put it in your pocket, and then when you get there, you take No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. It was. She was was very unhappy. All right. Sunglasses, yes, were originally designed for Chinese judges to hide their facial expressions in court. Sunglasses were originally made out of smoky quartz in 12th century China, where they were used by judges to mask their emotions, questioning witnesses. Good idea. Poker players wear them. Yeah, I've seen that. They do. They wear mm-hmm. them, and they, they're non-reflective so that no one can see the reflection of his cards mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. glasses. Smarties. Yes. And it hides their eyes. <laughs> because I think your pupils retract and dilate depending on how you're feeling. Yes. If and you're happy, they get bigger. They know. Other players know if they see I've you and your eyes run. are... Di- yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, the poor heel. The back to the, the poor, poor old heel. heel. For the most caboose. of you, this is the best part of the loaf. Not the best part of the loaf for me, but for many more, it's easily the most unloved piece of bread in Aww. the loaf. It doesn't matter if the loaf is sourdough or a baguette. The heel always seems to end up neglected. Mm. Next time you have that bookend of loaf, of of a loaf left over, think twice before you toss it. The butt. You can you what? It said the butt. The butt. It's the butt. It's the butt of the it's loaf. It's the butt. You know, you can cheat and turn it inside out. Well, kind of. What? <laughs> no. No. You wouldn't. Excuse me. You, you wouldn't turn it inside out. You Say say you're making grilled cheese and you need that piece because you're short a piece. Where are you going with this inside <laughs> out butt? Well, you flip it over. You flip over the bread. Not the you flip over the heel. Oh, oh! I thought you were reached in and so, pulled the bread. No. <laughs> no, 
So what you're doing is you're, you can flip it over and put the brown side inside and then butter the other side and grill it. Or you can butter the brown side and grill it because it's already brown. It just gets browner. What if you just <laughs> butter both sides? Or you can butter both sides. That's what or I you usually can, do. And you can also put mayonnaise, mayonnaise. Don't you think they say don't use mayonnaise in hot food? I, I do. Okay. I, I know what you mean because mayonnaise can't get hot outside, but isn't that different? I don't know. But I put it on the outside of a grilled cheese mm-hmm. instead of butter. Mm-hmm. It's yummy. Huh. Okay. It's very yummy. To each his own. You should try it sometimes. Do you eat mayo? I do occasionally. Okay. Yeah. All depending. Right. I printed I printed my pages twice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we already talked about the bread pudding. Oh, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> a meteor. This is gonna blow your mind. A meteor exploded over Earth with the force of ten atomic bombs, and everyone missed it. You'd think if a special body met a phenomenally fiery fate right above our heads, we'd notice. But when a meteor hit our atmosphere on December 18, 2018, not that long ago, and exploded with a force that was ten times the energy of the Hiroshima atomic bomb, it wasn't discovered by NASA scientists until after the fact. Turns out it went largely undetected because it took place over the Bering Sea, in an area that was close but not directly on the path of commercial planes flying between North America and Asia. Don't we have things that Satellites things and all those things up there? You'd think so. In the air? In 2018, December 18, 2018. it had the force of 10, 10 atomic bombs. Well, thank goodness it landed in the ocean. I just think we, we, we need a better system. Oh, yeah. I think that you should call NASA. NASA or NASA? NASA in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Who has what to do with this? Well, it was a way for me to cover up what I said. (laughs) And I really It was a way for me to just say, yes, NASA in the Bahamas. You know, because they have that um, Bermuda Triangle down near there. Did you catch what I had this morning? You had coffee. And with a pin in it. <laughs> yeah, but what made me put a pin in the coffee? Dementia. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. There. That's what I was. I was going to. Oh, the Bermuda Triangle is where I was headed. If we've left you behind, <laughs> we'll let you catch up. All right, bread. You know what else you can do with your bread? What can you do? You with can put bread? it in your food processor, and you can make your own breadcrumbs. Why? Because if you've got leftover bread and it, you don't see any mold on it yet. <laughs> what, I mean, what do you do with breadcrumbs? Oh, here we oh, go. Bread. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. So breadcrumbs. Oh, dear. Like we talked about. Remember I walked we right ta- into that, We talked I? about croutons. Uh-huh. And, and I said you make, I was making, I was talking about making something and dipping it in breadcrumbs. Yeah. And this was, this was hysterical. Yeah. And you said, why would you dip it? They're too big because you thought that the breadcrumbs were croutons. Do you remember this? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So now you. Oh, my God. So have you not learned something? I can't. No, because it goes in one ear and out the other. (laughs) 
I have a loose valve somewhere and it's leaking and I'm I'm sorry. So you can take your croutons mm-hmm. and you can put them in your blender mm-hmm. and you can crush them up mm-hmm. into little tiny little tiny baby croutons mm-hmm. and then you can take something that's not meat that you eat mm-hmm. and bread it with the breadcrumbs and fry it in the pan. So what 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 do you fry in a pan? <laughs> Eggs. Eggs. Okay, here we go. This is going to be challenging. Okay. No, because I use all of the products of the fake meat, so I could do bacon and hamburgers and sausage and stuff like that because it's oh. not real. So you could take... Uh, do you eat anything that's fake chicken? Yeah. Okay. You could take that fake chicken, mm-hmm. and you could dip it in some egg... And then dip it in your breadcrumbs. That sounds interesting. And then you fry them in the pan and it's all crispy on the outside. Okay. So you can do that with bread. All right. You can put it in the food processor. Isn't there something new every and day? And then you, you can put some garlic powder and some onion powder and some parsley and mix it in and make it Italiano breadcrumbs. And that's what you can do with your leftover bread. Sumo wrestlers. Any kind of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Sumo wrestlers make babies cry for good luck. While most parents do what they can to prevent or stop their babies from crying, they're not always the case in Japan. That's because it's a 400-year-old Japanese tradition that if a sumo wrestler can make your baby cry, it means he or she will live a healthy life. During a special ceremony, parents hand over their infants to sumo wrestlers who bounce their precious tots up and down <laughs> and sometimes even roar in their little faces to get the tears flowing. <laughs> He's not a baby that cries much, but today he cried a lot for us and we are very happy about it, said a mother at an event. Can you picture that? I, 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 I think all the sumo wrestler has to do is stand over the child. It's yeah, scare them. That would be enough for me. But bouncing them on their leg doesn't doesn't pro- provide a good visual. Uh-uh. Mm-mm, uh-uh. No, mm-mm, not going there. <laughs> so, do you eat falafel? I have. I love falafel. Yeah. So there's a recipe on this website: falafel with cauliflower and toasted breadcrumbs. Well, how about that? Dang crumbs and man. and wild rice burgers. You make burgers out of wild rice. But Wait, maybe you I want to know that one. Maybe you mix the wild rice with the meat. Oh. <clears throat> um, yeah. That, that, yeah. Because I'm tired of the, the, uh, the mushroom burgers. Okay. So that is the website called thekitchen.com. Kitchen. And you can find that falafel. Falafel? Yeah. With cauliflower and toasted breadcrumbs. That sounds delicious. It is good. Um, you can also take your breadcrumbs and you can make a panzanella salad panzanella i don't know what a panzanella salad is it says sure you could use your extra bread heels to make croutons but one step better is using them as the base for a panzanella salad you can find the bright summer tomatoes used in the classic version you can create your own version using seasonal ingredients like summer squash and roasted beets yuck but I don't know what panzella is. Oh, here we go. This is from our favorite listener. Panzanella or pan mole is a Tuscan chopped salad of soaked stale bread, onions, tomatoes that is p- 
popular in the summer. It sometimes includes cucumbers and basil. Awesome combination. Uh, and it's also popular in central parts of Italy. So it is soaked, stale bread, onions, tomatoes, cucumbers, basil with olive oil. That sounds good. And, and, and But they get there's, soggy. There's, well, you let it dry out. Okay. And, and, and there's something, the flatbread kind of thing. Uh, thingy, like at Panera or something. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds like. It does, but this is actually a salad all mixed together, and the bread is all mixed together in it. I'd try it. I would try that, too. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Patty. Okay. <clears throat> Ohio DUI offenders. What? Ohio DUI offenders must use yellow license plates. The standard Ohio license plate is white with navy blue letters and numbers and a red border at the top. That is, of course, if you don't have multiple DUIs. Since 1967, Ohio has issued special yellow license plates with red characters to DUI offenders. As of 2004, these scarlet letter plates, or party plates, are mandatory for repeat DUI offenders and whenever a driver's blood alcohol level is twice the legal limit. While there is public shame that comes along with these license plates, it also helps the police spot these vehicles when patrolling the highway. Whoa. Whoa. Good or bad? I don't know. I've got mixed <clears throat> feelings about that one. I don't think they should be driving if they have a few offenses. Well, maybe they did have their license taken from them for a while, but even uh -huh. so. I like the idea of the thing you blow into in order to start your car. I was going to say, I, I've never seen a license plate you could blow into. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't really prepare, did I? Prepare that statement. You know, you get in your car in order to start your car, you have to blow into this tube. And I've it measures your that. alcohol level. And if it's too high, you can't start the car. Yeah. Wow. I like that one. So, have you ever taken some brown sugar out and only to find out that it's rock hard? Yes. You can soften it with bread. Even if you're dead said, set. You hit against, it with the bread or do you? <laughs> you actually store it with the bread. Gotcha. So, you can also store it with apples. It says basically, so what you do is you put a piece of bread in the box uh -huh. or an airtight, airtight container with any old piece of bread. It will okay. absorb any of the moisture that was going to make the brown sugar hard. What about raw sugar? Would that work with that? Do you have raw sugar that gets hard? Yeah. I would try it. There's a couple other ideas. I'll tell you. You go ahead. I'll try uh, it. Yeah. Um, so that's putting, putting it in an airtight container with a piece of bread. Okay. All right. You can also store it with apples. Hmm. So it says it's the same idea of the bread concept, but it will add an apple flavor to your sugar. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I Place like your brown that. sugar alongside a few apple slices a day or two later. It's all good. Now, I would think once it's good, <clears throat> take the apple out. Why? It's, it's going to rot. Well, and okay, okay. So you wait those two days, you take the apples out, you cover your, your brown sugar with the airtight like lid, and 
throw a piece of bread I in I want to taste apple sugar now. That sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Almost 163,000 pints of Guinness are wasted in facial hair each year. Oh, gross. An actual research study commissioned by Guinness found that an estimated 162,719 pints of Irish stout go to waste every year via mustaches. <coughs> Excuse me all, I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. Mustaches. Over mustaches. The study found that 0.56 milliliters of Guinness gets trapped in the average beard or mustache <laughs> with each sip. And it takes about 10 sips to finish a pint. An estimated 92,370 Guinness consumers every year in the UK have facial hair. <laughs> Assuming they consume an average 180 pints a year. The total cost of wasted Guinness annually <laughs> is about $536,000. And I got to tell that one to my husband because he has a beard uh -huh. and a mustache and he loves Guinness. Well, I'm glad that they didn't say in the beard part because the mustache makes sense. Mm -hmm. But the beard part means you're drooling. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and you're not just drooling, you're actually drooling your beer. Mm -hmm. So you... So the beer would have to be falling out of your mouth. Mm. So uh, uh, what's the solution? Straw. Special cup. There you go. Special cup or a straw or, I don't know. Could you drink beer Shave through a straw? Shave the beard. Shave, Shave the, the beard. beard. So you know what you can also do with your... <laughs> you know, when I would talk like that, my father would always tell me to lower my voice because... He didn't like that high-pitched kind no, of thing. Greg doesn't do and, that. And I had a, don't like it. My, neighbor, my neighbor's son has a dog, and every time the dog comes over to me, he jumps on me, he scratches my legs. He's wild. Because mm -hmm. what I do is I say, Hi, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, come here, come here, come here. And he said to me later, if you talk in a lower tone to her. She won't do that. And I tried it, and she didn't. So it just feels funny going, hi, you cute little dog. Come over here. You're just adorable. Come here. Don't jump on me. You're so cute. You want to just say it like, God, you're so cute, like a, like a baby. So you can take your sugar, your hard, <laughs> hard rock sugar, yes, sir. and put it in the microwave. You know how to do that. You I've know never the microwave. Tried that. 20 to 25 seconds. Yeah. You put it in there. Really? Don't go overzealous with the time now. You don't want to okay. go messing up and doing too much time. Okay. Because it will burn. 25 seconds. And it will melt. 20 to 25 seconds. You will soften that brown sugar. How much brown sugar? Well, I don't know. How much do you have that's hard? No, but I mean, if you is it does it matter the size of the the ball of sugar? I mean, well, I would think so. So start out easy. Start with 1 or 2 seconds start maybe. With <laughs> 1 or 2 seconds I don't think is enough. 5 Five seconds, Six. add another five, do another five, <laughs> keep feeling it. Okay. So that's, that's that works. I, I've done that. Then you have to transfer it to an airtight container. I like that. I and put a piece of that. apple and a piece of bread in there the airtight container. So when you go on your hike, you've got lunch. <laughs> a cross between a horse and a zebra is called a hobra. <clears throat> While Disney holds the record for most Oscars, 
there have been $7 million winners who wants to be a millionaire. I don't think there's a Hobra. I think that there were more than seven people who have won the million on that show. So I think Walt Disney has won the most Oscars. And you got it right, but for the wrong reasons. Oh. <laughs> yes. Walt Disney holds a record for the most Oscars. True. He won 26 Academy Awards, four of which are honorary, and was nominated a grand total of 59 times throughout his career. As far as the $7 million winners, there were actually six. <gasps> since one, Charles Ingram, was ruled to have cheated. And a cross between a horse and a zebra is not a hobra. A male zebra and a female horse is called a zorse. A zorse? And a female zebra and a male horse is called a zonkey. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, A folks. zonkey. A zonkey. That's cute. And then make you want to go out and get one. A zonkey. A zonkey. It's a little zonkey. <laughs> hey, join us next week, Thursday morning, 8.30. We love being with you. We are coming to you from WTPR 89.7 FM. Yes, we are. Goodbye. Thank you. The views and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.